Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. This is Dusty White, uh, author of Blah 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 and Blah 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 Blah. We're going to do something kind of impromptu and crazy tonight. Take lessons. Uh, first off, I've got Ish on the phone today, one of my new students who's doing really well. Hi Ish, thanks for volunteering to be a guinea pig. Hey, Dusty. Oh, that's funny because guinea pig and you're a brain scientist. And, <laughs> uh, so now shoes on the other foot, isn't it? Um, okay, so we're going to teach you how to make truckloads of money, like boatloads, big giant United States aircraft carrier loads worth of money. I don't think there's that much like spendable cash in the world. With the tarot, this, there's no guarantees in life, and you are not going to hear me say, I guarantee that you're going to make money. I'm going to show you how to stop chasing nickels and how you can potentially make a lot of money if you've got the skill, if you put in the practice, if you take your time. Do you need to spend any money? No, but you do need to be good at this. If you want to be good at this, you really should get a copy of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets. Both of those are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Maybe your local bookstore would sell them. I would love it very much. Give me your phone number and I will yell at them. Um, you probably also want to take one of my courses. I will have a home study course coming out uh, later this year or it, like ish. Um, get private lessons with me. It's not easy, but uh, there's not a waiting list because I keep shooing people away because I'm trying to write the book. But this isn't a sales pitch. I'm telling you, if you want to do this, this is what you probably should do. If you have a local teacher, somebody you really believe in, go to them, learn from them, ask them questions. That's what they're there for. I'm not the only teacher in the world. Um, I want to make sure, though, that if you have a teacher, you get someone who loves you as much as I do and gives you as much information as I do and that they make it a their mission in life that you become successful. That's what you want in a tarot instructor. So if you don't have the books, follow along, do your best. If you have the books, take notes because I'm going to be referring to different uh, books and different techniques. You're going to have to do this on your own. We've only got 30, maybe 40 minutes to do this tonight. So I'm going to give you everything you need, but it's going to be up to you to do it. And then if you are one of my private students or you're in my study groups, um, then we can play with this. So... Um, I want to talk about how to pre how to predict the outcome of a situation or the outcome of an event. Um, we can all work on the psychic lines. I've done that. We can all work on the internet. I've done that. We can work in person. I've done that. Uh, lots of us have. Maybe you have too. We can charge $5 an hour, or I don't have $5 an hour, a $5 reading and then suck people in for more money. I don't like that. I haven't done that. I know a lot of people do. I think there's a better way. Um, as much as I am all for reading for people for free, which I've done countless times, reading for people and charging very, very little money, which I've done more times than I can count, um, there's also something to be said for reading for stinking, rich, rich, filthy, rich people or for corporations. Um, this isn't about morality. Uh, hopefully you guys all have a good set of morals. But there are a lot of potential clients in the world who do go to readers. And they could be going to you. 
that just happen to have a few coins. And the fact that they have coins in their pocket doesn't make them bad people. They're either bad people or they're not. The, the amount of money they have in the bank doesn't matter. Uh, well, it, it is not the, the causal factor. And so what I want to use as an example tonight to show you one of the ways, and I'll probably do a series on various ways you can make tons of money with, the, with your knowledge with the tarot. But one example that I would like to use tonight is how to predict the outcome of an election. Now, we're going to focus on elections tonight, but I want you to see the techniques of how this can be applied to any number of things. It's just that by staying on the topics of election uh, and going deep into the, elect, uh, the elections and the election process, uh, we will be able to focus on the techniques, not the different ways that you can apply them. If you spend a couple of days thinking about all the different ways you can apply these, you'll see there's endless possibilities for you where you'll never have to have a, another hourly job again. To get to this point, though, you've got to study, you've got to learn, you've got to practice, you need study buddies. Um, consider this a profession. Um, I mean, unless you're only going to read for yourself and family, that's fine. But if um, you want to make money at this, like so many of my students do, um, you got to pay attention to this, and I'm going to give you everything I can tonight. No holds barred. It's going to be off the cuff, a little loose. So, uh, add, uh, production elements. Production? There's no production elements. It's like a microphone and ish. All right, so let's get into this um, blah, blah, blah. You either have the books or you don't. Oh, also, don't forget, I do have free videos on YouTube. Type in uh, uh, Dusty White Tarot. I don't know. Or actually go to YouTube slash Dusty White 2 slash videos, something like that. So let's get right into it. Um, why do I like elections? Elections happen. We know that something happened on this particular day, and we have the results. We can verify it in the media. Now, I'm using the United States elections because they're coming up, and I've got tons of information on them, and a good number of my students are in the United States. Now, for all of my students and listeners who are in other parts of the world, whether or not you care about the political machinations of America aside, this is an excellent, excellent tool for practicing, and it doesn't cost you a dime, and you don't even have to care about, you know, who's winning. You can do this in your own country or your own province, or if you don't have uh, elections coming up, you know, just type in a website and come on over here. I'll, I'll give you a couple of uh, websites as examples. All we need is source material where somebody is going to be elected on a certain day so that we can start using this as practice for saying this is the outcome of this situation. This is how it's going to work out for this person. This is how it's going to work for that person. If this person wins, this is what's going to happen. And another reason why I like elections specifically is that hundreds of millions of dollars, at least in America, are openly and directly spent on the outcomes of elections all the time. Now, as far as the backroom deals and all that stuff, that's just scary. I don't even want to think about that. But we know for a fact that people bet, just like on the Super Bowl, people bet on an outcome. Um, in an election, that's what they're doing when they're making a, a campaign donation, is they're betting just like they'd bet uh, on the Super Bowl or, or a soccer match, the World Cup match, um, because they want to win. And if their candidate wins, they expect that their causes will do well, that their business will do well. 
Does that make sense-ish? I just want to get an outside opinion that someone might possibly or might conceivably donate money to a candidate with the idea that if that candidate wins, their business will directly or indirectly do well? Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm not talking about flat-out bribery. Um, although, you know, that, that does go on. But we're talking about just open electoral politics. Uh, but again, I don't want to get too much into the philosophy of this. I want to give you hard, fast techniques um, so that you can walk away with some real knowledge on this. And again, ask me questions, post comments. By the way, thank you for all the comments. I do try to respond to all of them. Um, if you want me to email you, you got to put your email in the comment, and I can delete that out. Or I still don't know if I can delete it out. But... Uh, otherwise, I will answer it on the comments page. So, uh, I'm going to teach by example. And if you want to know how to do this in great depth, I've got a course coming up, not for a couple of months. We will do this, and we will do a whole lot more, and we will do dowsing, manifestation. But uh, in my course, I will go heavily into this, and I will force my students to do what I'm going to ask uh, Ish to do tonight. By the way, uh, Ish is here to practice and have fun, and if her predictions are right, great. If they're not, that's fine. I'm putting her on the spot. I'm not giving her time to prepare because in our short amount of time, we want to get right into this and show you what's going on. So with all that out of the way, I'm going to start with the big one, the 2016 presidential election. Now imagine if you had the ability to know which person was going to win in advance. Well, that information is worth, again, hundreds of millions of dollars to certain people. I don't want to get into the, again, the morality of that, but just having that ability means you can do other things as well. So, oh, another thing I like about elections is, at least here in America, every two years we have a huge electoral cycle. So it's like elections are always going on. No matter when you hear this podcast, you can practice. We've got the presidential election presidential election coming up in 2016. 2014, uh, well, that'd be be this year. Um, In November, a couple of months from now, uh, there will be tons of senatorial and governor races or something. I don't follow politics too much, but there's a whole bunch of people. Every single race represents a new chance for you to make a prediction. Now, in between that time, there's school board elections, uh, local elections, mayoral elections, So at least digging into the pot of American politics, you can get free practice material every day of the year. If if you are in another country and you know of another source of, you know, constant elections, uh, you can do that. You can also probably do the same thing with, uh, you know, if you don't like elections, you can change this and and pick up a daily horse racing form and, and practice on horses. What I want you to do is I don't want you to bet, I don't want you to gamble, that's, you know, I'm trying to get into trouble here. I want you to get a lot of practice um, doing your quick, spontaneous predictions where you can get results, and you can say, ah, and we're not just looking for I won, I lost, I won, I lost. We're not trying to get like some 50%, 70% accuracy. We're trying to give you a chance to practice a lot and so you can start fine-tuning your skills and listen inside your head and see what works, what doesn't? How did I get this? I, I, I won 30% of the time. Okay, what was I doing differently? Let me focus on doing that. And with this constant practice, you'll feel 
more confident and you'll start to separate your political views or your favorite pony from who the winner is in the horse race or the political race. And again, if you uh, baseball, football, soccer, uh, you can do it that way as well. Again, I'm just using elections because there's so much money involved in it that corporate clients will give you, again, if you do all the steps in business right, uh, I will say potentially, just for legal uh, reasons, they'll potentially give you nice fat finders, uh, I mean, uh, not finders fees, what am I saying, nice fat service fees. And that beats the hell out of, you know, sitting there on a psychic line reading for like, you know, 20 cents a minute or something. I mean, you actually feel like you're getting your hands dirty. So using elections just as an example here, we'll jump jump right into it. Um, I've got a website here, Larry J. Sabato's Crystal Ball. Apparently this is Unity, University of Virginia out of Bean America, uh, Center for Politics. This guy says, uh, apparently, um, Crystal Ball. He seems to imply that he can tell you, or he's making his predictions, Who's going to win the 2014 Senate races? Well, that's nice. Um, <clears throat> I don't know the man personally. I just looked at the website. I kind of doubt he uses a crystal ball. I think that's a marketing gimmick. Um, I believe he probably uses a lot of statistical analysis and, what, and whatnot, analysis and whatnot. But if we go to his website, we can say, hmm, he's already made his predictions. Now we can find out if he's right or wrong. And more importantly, we can find out if we are better than him. No offense to this guy, but any analyst who says, well, the Lakers are going to win uh, the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, that'd be a joke. Good luck with that. Lakers are winning the uh, NBA title, or uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns are going to win the Super Bowl. They will have all kinds of statistical analysis, and all we need is our tarot cards to find out, are they right or are they wrong? And if we get practice in, and if you take your studies seriously, you can develop your skill. How far you will develop your skill is up to you. But I want you to develop your skill to where you're better than these people. Because all of these people get paid money. They get paid money to go on TV if you want to be on TV. They get paid money by people who have a vested interest in the winner, whether it's, again, political, sports, horse racing, uh, relationships, any of that stuff. So... Using politics, politics just as an example, we're going to talk about different techniques that you can use to see who's going to win and who's going to go home crying to their mommy. <laughs> so, enough disclaimers. Um, I'm not going to go over the uh, crystal ball page here, but you can look it up and he's got all kinds of information. I did find something that's interesting on about.com. And it's U.S. politics in uh, 2016 presidential candidates. And it says here, six front runners who could be our next president. Okay, there we go. If you're in America, it's pretty obvious. It, it's most likely going to be Hillary Clinton versus everybody else. Um, but that's not a given. So what I want to do, Ish, and relax here, the first thing we want to do and I don't normally do this with one card, but we're going to keep our, the way we do this very simple so you can understand the mechanisms of it without getting into like three, four, or five cards, Celtic cross spreads and everything. Right now, we're just going to go in real tight, bullet, zip, zip, zip. 
if I get enough response from this podcast, we'll come back and revisit this, but do it in a much more in-depth way once uh, now that the, um, the basics are out of the way. Ish. Mm-hmm. I want you to think Hillary Clinton. Just I, again, I don't care what you think of her. I just want you to think and give her as the president. She's the first female president ever, and then president uh, President Bill is now no longer President Bill. He's first man Bill. And I want you to look forward into 2000. If the election is in November 2016, let's jump all the way to head to 2017. This is an established fact. Now, yes or no? We're going to try this a couple different ways. Yes or no? What do you see? You know, is it a President Hillary? Um, I have the star. Okay. Interesting you pulled that up because it's a Trump card, not a minor arcana. Does that really matter? Mm, not so much, but it has a bit more gravitas. Another thing about it is um, it is a female. Now, females are outnumbered by males in the tarot. <clears throat> I haven't made it count, but it's it's something like, you know, four or five to one. So that should that should make you go, hmm, that's interesting. And I don't know what version of the de- what deck you're using at the moment, but let me ask you, there is a female in your in your star card, right? Yes, I'm using the Rider Wave. And the basic Rider Wave. And what color is that woman's hair? It's golden blonde, I guess. And from recollection, yeah, any idea what color Hillary Hillary Clinton's hair is? <laughs> Light brown. Oh my God! Ding 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 ding. <laughs> okay, Ish can now go out and charge five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> so, I'm not putting my money on that, but that's all it takes. We don't have to wear a robe or chant funny funny words. If you like wearing a robe and chanting funny words, do it. It's fun. I, I, I got nothing. But you know, let's let's tease out superstition and dogma and and um, theater from what you absolutely have to do. Now, I wouldn't go in for five hundred dollars an hour and pull one card. And go, Bing, yes, there's the star card. Thank you. Give me my five hundred dollars. I'm out of here. Ooh, guess what? It's <laughs> five minutes. I'm gonna spend the rest of the hour playing skee ball. Um, that being said. Ish did everything right. She went in. I uh, before our podcast, she was really nervous, and I said, "I'm going to do this. All I want you to do is sit down and try." And I said, "Don't second guess yourself. That's all I ask." And I told her, "It's okay to be wrong." Now we're not going to say based on that card that Hillary Clinton's going to be like the next president of blah 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 or if anybody cares you know if they're not in this country in other countries who cares but I want you to understand what happened there Ish spoke to her cards that's a that's a colloquialism she reached out to the universe and said hey I need an answer and she like worked her shuffling whatever and went ring and she pulled out one card and it was very clear it wasn't just like well yes well maybe no I mean it was Wow. Now, some purists might argue, ah, well, that's the card of hope. But that wasn't the question. The question was, you know, straight, you know, give me a straight up answer. Devil or tower or, or, you know, 
ten of swords or you know nine of swords oh who win i didn't win or you know and i'd say that out of all the cards that was a really solid hey look at me i just uh i just won now this is my opinion and remember anybody outside of you cannot tell you what your cards mean to you that includes your teacher they can explain what cards generally mean they can help you they can shape you but what I'm going to do now with Ish is exactly what every teacher, every person should do to you. I'm going to respect whatever comes out of her mouth, despite all of my yapping. And Ish, I just want you to tell me, regardless of anything I said, um, without as much as possible, without being swayed by my diatribe, um, when you pull that card, or even now, uh, what do you feel? What do you think the card is saying to you? For me, I saw a woman who was free to do what she wanted to do, um, and so I basically got a yes for her winning. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if we were to use a more complex spread, and something of this weight, we, we certainly would. The process doesn't change, just the number of cards and the detailed answer and all the little facts and figures we can get. Now, let's try another technique. Um, I've got um, some guy named Republican Ted Cruz. I think he's a Tea Party Republican. Um, all right. So here we represent. So this is interesting because Hillary Clinton, if I understand, is a very divisive figure in politics. Well, she's female, and that will upset a lot of people. She's Democrat. That will upset a lot of people. Um, she's a Clinton. I mean, there's, so and in a lot of ways, there's a lot of ways that people can point and go, eh, eh. and then on the other side, uh, from what I understand, uh, representative or uh, senator, senator, sorry about that, Ted, I still like around first name basis, I don't know, I haven't known the guy, but Senator Ted Cruz is also said to be a divisive person, so this would be an interesting ideological, uh, you know, election between two, you know, uh, polarized points, so in this case, Again, we're starting with simplicity. We can always add complexity. But remember that I want to show you guys the basic, simple techniques that you can use, and you can build on this. And again, if you need uh, questions answered, ask me. Take a course. Um, write me an email, me at dustywhite.net. Post a comment on the... I prefer you post a comment on the comments page, on the, on the Easy Tarot Lessons. I mean, easytarotlessons.podomatic.com. And so I can answer it, and then everybody can see it. But just because it's so salacious to go, wow, hey, here we got this person, that person, we're going to try a simple little this or that spread. Now, again, this is a little bit more complex. It offers more information, but we're still way at the shallow end of the kiddie pool. Um, these techniques work, and they work for a reason, but when we're charging the, the big money, this is probably not what we're going to do. However, these techniques are really good for sharpening our skills. And again, uh, another disclaimer, you can apply this to any, you know, football, soccer game, uh, basketball, anything you like, rather than, see, I said football and soccer, because depending on what country you're on, you know, you might say football and you say soccer. Um, so don't get lost by the, uh, by the words I use. Don't get lost by the terminology. Um, just do this and if you do this get practice and you get practice write me tell me if you need help tell me how you're doing all right so we're going to do this or that spread but we're just going to do the bare minimum 
Normally on something like this, we would pull out significators so we can really focus whatever significator Hillary Clinton means to you. I mean, if it's the devil, ah, or if it's uh, the Queen of Wands because she's blonde, or if it's uh, the um, uh, the star because it's like, oh, you know, I mean, look at me. I was in the White House, but now I really am in the White House. I mean, it has to be a card that represents your vision. Whether you like her, love her, hate her, don't care. Um, don't just go with the generic, well, I'm the Queen of Wands. Or, you know, pick something that really means to you because that card is going to be your focal point to laser in. And this is what you do when you're making the big mucks. You see, you always use the significator for things of this, this weight. And it doesn't even have to be a tarot card, but tarot cards generally lend uh, more weight than, you know, a, a photograph or, or something. So we're going to do the sans significator in, in the interest of saving time. So shuffle, my dear, shuffle, 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 shuffle. And we're going to do two one-card readings. That's really what this comes down to. <coughs> and the question I want you to ask is we're looking at November 5th or 6th or, or Super Tuesday. I don't know. Whatever that date is in November when the election comes up, I want you to say, okay, Nah, I'm focusing on Hillary Clinton. How is this election night going to go for her? And you really, now you're going to repeat that with uh, Ted Cruz. So I won't have to explain that again. So do one and then shuffle. And it, matter of fact, keep the card face down. Do the other one. That way you don't poison your mind. And then uh, now at home, you can choose whichever candidate you want first. But when doing the this or that spread, I like it if you put the card space down because if you're doing one and the card comes up, well, you've you've only got 77 cards left. You know it's not going to be that card. But more importantly, you kind of mentally poison the direction of your reading. You kind of subtly shift your attention. Go, eh, we don't want that. We want to be nice, clear channels. And again. Another reason why I personally like politics as a, as a practice is I do have political beliefs. And it's my job to keep my damn mouth shut and not poison your minds with my political beliefs and not poison my readings with my political beliefs. And so the more practice I get with that, the better of a clear channel I can be. And um, if you have strong political beliefs, definitely you want to go with politics uh, as, as an example of like practicing um, one side note, I'm, I know issue should be shuffling, by the way, and focusing on this. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I'd like to say is that one benefit of political elections is that you can go on record and put all of your predictions. And when you hit high numbers, you can point to those and say, I've got a proven track record. I'm worth $1,000 an hour. Or I'm worth... A three thousand dollar fee for the entire week and we will go over all your different strategies and ask little questions here and go into your details should you do this that um that's an example with sports and and whatnot not so much of a track record unless you're going to be working with the boys in like uh vegas or, or something like that okay ish i've been talking giving you some time but i've also been filling in a lot of stuff uh are you ready to go mm-hmm do you have both cards out now? Yep. Okay. Without prejudice, 
we're just going to flip both cards over and the very first thing we're going to do is just allow them to wash over us. Look, here's the first thing you look for. Does one say, woohoo, yay, or does one say, ah, it's horrible, or in a rare case, do they both say that? In that case, we might have runoffs or or um, election scandals, and I mean, this is, the first thing we want to do is get our impression. Now, if there's no clear-cut, stomp-in-your-face, trash-talking winner, that's when we actually have to do our job. So, um, without telling us the cards, do you get any just punch in the face, um, like really powerful impressions upon first looking at these cards? Yep. Um, I have a really strong <coughs> yes card for one of the candidates, and for the other candidate, I have a very sad card, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the sad card. Now, at this point, again, it's not important which one of the candidates wins or loses. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, again, we're not here to pick on any political candidates. We're just using them as public figures as an example. Um, tell me about the sad card. What is it and why is it sad? I have the Four of Pentacles reversed. Okay. Four of Pentacles, Four of Coins reversed. If you're not familiar with it, it's the guy sitting away from town and he's holding on to all that money. And he's got money and he's got that little crown. I like to think of him as like a merchant king because he doesn't look like a, you know, I am your king king, but he's like, I am a merchant king, which is still, you know, powerful. Uh, but that's reversed. Forget what anybody else might think. This is your reading. The cards are speaking to you. At this moment in time, what what is what does that card say to you? So if it was upright, um, I was uh, it would almost be like he's trying to hoard power. He's trying to get power and hold on to it. He has a little crown, you know. He's ruling the city, uh, but reversed, it's like he can't. He he wants to, but he doesn't have it. Okay, so you're saying that. This this does not look like that night is going to go well for him at all. Right. Okay. On your other candidate, um, candidate B, tell us about yourself. Um, uh, for a yeah. candidate, for the other candidate, I have the Ace of Pentacles. Ding ding ding! Yeah, that's so real. <laughs> In your face. Yes, I bought the fine. Yeah, yes, I bought the election. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I love the fact that they're both pentacle cards. Um, it's almost like a direct comparison, and one of them is upright and an ace, and the other one's reversed. It's all about so. the money. Yeah. <laughs> well, in this particular situation, this may give you additional information because we're not asking about a yes or a no. We asked how the election night is going to go. This could indicate, and only you would know this, but I'm just throwing this as an example. But if it were me and those cards came up, one of the impressions I might get is, wow, so-and-so's funding is going to come through, or their financial backing, they just didn't have enough money to run the commercials. And the other people just steamrolled the country with a (laughs) big war chest of political contributors. And, you know, oh, how did you win the election? Money won the day. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, Again, if you're listening this is just one of many options. It is absolutely not gospel. And if you have a contrary view, excellent, as long as it makes sense. And remember, these are issues cards. They're not coming to us. 
the gods are giving her cards that speak to her so that she can come up with a good answer. Uh, the gods will give you different cards because uh, the cards come to you that, if you're doing this right, gods give you the cards that speak most clearly to you. Even if other people go, well, that's not what the card means. Um, as long as you're getting the right answer, because rule number one is if you're doing it right, you win. You're right. I mean, if what you're doing works, then then you're right. Yes. Now, again, we've only done very simplistic uh, examples at this point. But, Ish, um, how are you feeling with that? Did that make sense? Did that feel like it worked for you? Yeah, I think that actually worked surprisingly well. It, it's, it goes back to Occam's Razor. Um, the... Uh, was it the trans a horrible bastardization is don't add anything unnecessary mm -hmm. uh, and people saying people have twisted that to the simplest uh, explanation is the right one it's like but the thing is that again going back to chance and robes and everything um, don't add anything well un unnecessary let the ancillary stuff be ancillary so that you can focus on the truth because the only thing only thing that matters in in what we do is accuracy entertainment oh that's nice can we entertain our clients great but nothing substitutes for accuracy if you can be accurate and entertaining well yay go for it. uh if you're accurate and boring like me on a good day um i'll you know but but keep the accuracy paramount you'll see a lot of people who've got a lot of flash they got a style, they got a spiel, they got a, sh a shtick, uh, they got a straw. I, I sh I'm, I'm, sh I'm schwa day today. Um, they, they got some kind of gimmick. Well, you know what? That's great for the cameras, but that, that doesn't matter. And a lot of your corporate clients, suit and tie, you know, shut up and give me the answers. Write me a report. I'm putting, you know, we're putting millions of dollars on this, or I'm putting hundreds of thousands of dollars on this, and it's not just a one-time bet. It's, it's uh, what I like about elections is it's policies, it's sweeping the nations. If you know who's going to be in power, boy, the things that can move around. I mean, I almost don't, I almost don't want to make this information public. <laughs> the guys in the black suits are Mr. White, would you come with us in this black van, <laughs> put you in a black helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> Never hear from me again. <laughs> By the way, if this is my last podcast, you'll know why. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we could go on again. Um, we've got Chris Christie, Elizabeth Warren, Marco Rubio, Julian Castro. Oh, Jeb Bush. I uh, didn't think I'd hear from him. So, again, I think all of these, I should probably actually look. I think all of these are Republicans. It does look like it. It looks like this particular page is going like. Um, um, no, actually, uh, Democrat Elizabeth Warren. That means that she'd be going up against um, uh, Hillary. So, but then again, that would be the the thing of like Caucasian white Democratic female versus um, any ethnicity of Republican male. Um, I don't see any uh, females uh, up here. So. There's different ways that you can approach this and ask. Remember that tarot is just a tool for getting information. Um, with politics, there's a lot of information that you can gather 
to base your question on. With something like a horse race or basketball game, unless you uh, study, you know, the the uh, unless you're well, unless you're a horse trainer, unless you're a uh, you know a basketball scholar, you you study all the stats and everything. Um, most people don't know that they they don't make informed decisions. They go, oh, I like the Lakers. Oh, great, yeah, you know, I like I like the Mets. So it's not a basketball team, by the way. And uh, whatever, you know, if you're a Mets fan, well, um, but. With politics, you can dig in and get the kind of information that like allows you to extend your psychic claws and kind of just get a firm grip. Like uh, Chris Christie, ah, governor of New Jersey. I mean, we can look at some of his policies. Look at at, uh, at New Jersey. We can get a real psychological or even psychic, if we're lucky, connection. I say lucky, meaning you actually have to do the work connection with that so that our answers are more accurate and more clear when we're doing something we're totally blind on we don't have that kind of real um stickiness is that making sense ish because i might as well just talk to you no that makes sense so you see the difference it's like reading for your friends if you read for your friends it's not that you know all about their life but you get a real bond with them because a stranger could come in and say, should I go to, uh, I don't know, Cairo? And your friend says, hey, you know, I got a chance to go to Cairo. Well, you've got to bond with your friend. If you can separate out your feelings and your personal bias and, and a fear of giving them good or bad news and just work off that already strong psychic connection you have, you have a much greater chance of really nailing their reading than you would somebody just walking up the street and you don't even like bother to to warm them up or talk to them. It's just like, okay, I'm just gonna jump right into it. Don't tell me anything. You go ahead and cut the deck and you know, that would be much more difficult. So that's what I like about again, I know it's a it's a taboo subject, but that's what I like about politics is if you can set your personal differences aside with a candidate or the fact that well it's not my senator, um not even my country that that works great because you can just take um, a look at a couple of web pages, um, get uh, get some news, and get enough to understand the entity that you are reading about, and then we can predict from there. Now, again, elections are nice, decisive events. So I think one of the things that we'll do just for fun, maybe later on in the year, is come October. I will get my favorite students and we'll do a big giant scorecard and we will just predict the 2014 elections because, you know, we got like, what, 50 states? That's uh, just on the Senate uh, races or whatever. I mean, we got like, um, I don't know, 50, 60, 100. I really should have paid more attention to government. We've got so many elections that uh, we can just predict until we're blue in the face. The thing is, we want to try out different things. We want to try different techniques. We want to try it when we wake up, try it when we're tired, try it after we've eaten. Um, we've got so many different predictions that we can make that will all come to pass on one day, that we can take notes. Okay, I, I did it this way, and I was feeling this. Well, you're a, you're a damn researcher. You understand the whole a concept of clinical research. <laughs> this isn't really double blind or anything like that, but it's a great way for people to get 
free practice and in real world events and we're talking this is such a higher elevated uh i, I don't think that's correct grammar at all this is so much more of an elevated concept than just you know does my boyfriend love me uh can i have sex with this girl is my boss going to give me a raise all of those are important because they, they're important to people and then you know people are important but being able to do this octave three that's astrological jargon this octave three stuff where you can really reach out and feel that you can push buttons you can say i'm finding out about you and even the candidates themselves don't know until the bell rings whether they're going to win or lose otherwise they wouldn't campaign and so these people who will you know the the man who will be king these people who will potentially hold power at that moment where you've made the prediction it's almost like you have power over them uh, i mean you, you've got one up on them you know now does it matter no it's all in your head or it's all down on paper but if you find out that you've got a knack at this um, you can build yourself a nice, successful career. Uh, Washington, <laughs> Cairo, Moscow, uh, Rio de Janeiro. I mean, any any metropolis, there are going to be people with money and power who want things to happen, and they want to know whether it's worth wasting tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on backing this political horse or that political horse. They will want to know where to put their collective funds to do the most good now from here if you can do that then you can move on to financial investments now i'm not going to talk about uh, financial advice or legal advice um, and i don't want you guys to run around practicing financial or legal advice without a license but just for your own edification just for your own let's play uh, this at home and make a game out of it you can develop a real skill at this if you practice this properly correctly consistently and if you need training we're here get yourself a, a teacher it doesn't have to be me but get out there and take your career seriously and when you build up a track record publicize it you don't have to go out on tv and go hey look everybody because the, the the television watching public might go oh wow but they're not the ones paying your rent you want to go straight to the people that look at the track record and say I'll tell you what, <laughs> you come work with me. And you say, well, boy, you know, beats pushing a broom. So that is just a basic, I mean, I know we've gone long and there's so much more I want to say, but I wanted to give you at least a cursory understanding of what you can do. It's lift our minds far from the, um, things. and there's so many things I wanted to talk about. Um, let me cram this in real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was 2016 presidential candidate. Let's see. I think we've got uh, Politico.com, P-O-L-I-T-I-C-O.com, apparently has um, two, uh, 2014 elections, 10 critical Senate races. Now, again, this is very USA-centric. You can apply this to your uh, your own location, or if you don't, you're in the United States, you don't care about politics. Again, this is just practice. But here is... Uh, it says 2014 races, comma, candidates to watch. So these are high stakes uh, battles. Uh, just again, South Dakota, West Virginia, Montana, Arkansas, Louisiana, and then uh, next page. So there's just a couple of, pay, uh, of states where people are um, 
are going to be frenzied. And I want you to understand the awesome power that you have with all these people going and voting and you just already know. You're like, I know how this is going to turn out. Think about that kind of power. Hopefully you use it wisely and only for good stuff, of course. But I'm too much of a pragmatist to think that everybody, you know, poops rainbows and unicorns. Um, nonetheless, that's an example. Um, here's another one. Uh, 2004. Oh, I love this. Two, uh, it's, it's called the numbers. These are numbers. 270. So it's 270 and then 2win, T-O-W-I-N. So 270toWin.com. Um, and apparently is a 2014 house election. And if you, they've got an interactive map. And if you just swing over it, um, it tells you um, what they're predicting. They're predicting that it's safe, Republican, safe, Democrat, leaning this way, leaning that way. Well, these people are prognosticators, but who's to say that they're correct? And you can use your skills against known outcomes, or known outcomes meaning these people who um, do this for a living are predicting this. And you might find holes in their weak spots. But if nothing else, you can sharpen your skills. This is, again, instead of uh, casting your, your cards blindly, you, it's almost like you're throwing a ball against a wall. The ball's going to come right back at you. I, I promise you, if you guys go out and you get a ball and you throw it against the wall, it will generally come back with you unless there's some kind of weird uh, quantum physics thing or the ball or there's, there's a, really a beanbag and just like, you know, absorbs and that. So in the same way, um, you can throw your cards out and check your answers. Or you can say, for example, I don't want to get too political here, but, um, okay, so somebody in Maine who I'm not going to say because, I again, I'm not trying to swing people politically either way. <laughs> but in the state called Maine, in the United States, uh, somebody is running and it says that it's leaning uh, one particular way. And I'm just going to click on this. Um, it does say your pick. Um, but, but when I roll off of it, it doesn't tell me what my uh, pick is. So you can look at that and then ask and see if your answer agrees with that person. So, I mean, there's, there's 50, 50 practice examples right there on one website. Uh, again, if you don't like sports, uh, I mean, you don't like politics, go with sports. But use events like this that you can practice and you can see the outcome on and develop your skills. It's all That's all there is to it. Now, I like the little one-two uh, card readings for this kind of stuff. Three is a little bit much, but I like the one or two card readings because you can jump right in. You can get a lot of practice. You're, you're developing your ding, you know, ding of awareness and you are developing your ability to put your foot down and say, this is going to happen without going, eh, what if I'm wrong? Eh, what if I'm wrong? Yeah, that's that's going to hurt you and it's not going to serve you well. So you need to get rid of that. Um, when you're actually making money, yes, then you're going to want to use more complex spreads. Occasionally you'll do some uh, one card verifications. Let's see, is there anything else? I just Googled basically how to do this. I just Googled, um, what did I Google? Google search 2014 local electoral races because uh, I was looking for like um, 
judges and mayors and stuff where you could just, you know, plow through these. But then again, then, uh, then it's out of sports. That's even easier and faster. Um, but what I, another thing I like about elections is sports you can get answers on the next day. But with elections, um, you're talking future events. And this also has the added benefit of doing distant future or distant location readings, which is a slightly different skill. It's, it's, it's the advanced Tarot of Secrets book. Um, but it's easy to read for somebody right here and now. Ish, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you about your future. Um, or I'm going to tell you about your boyfriend's future where I'm reaching through my connection to you to somebody near you. But if we're talking about your boyfriend's future in the distant, uh, you know, location based on circumstances, that's an added skill. And that's what I love about elections, that it just hammers your psychic muscles from so different so many different angles it really is a uh, like a psychic cardio workout so there you go let's see is there anything else that i missed uh nope if you have any questions you know how to get a hold of me ish do you have anything to add to this real quick um no i'm, I'm good for now okay don't take any of our predictions that we made as anything serious. It was just off the cuff, but I wanted to show you guys if your political views differ via con Dios, absolutely, you know, God bless you all. All I care about is that you guys learn these skills and profit from them emotionally, financially. I mean, I don't want you to starve. Uh, thanks for being here. Next time around, we are going to be doing something super, super special. Uh, you want to listen to next next week's podcast, maybe later on this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to fine-tune your manifestations so you actually get what you want instead of just, you know, whatever. Now, in Advanced Tarot Secrets, you go all the way through using tarot cards for manifestation. Some people call this spell work. Some people call this prayer some people call this law of attraction, but there's much more. It's attraction, repulsion, there's psychic magnetism. All this stuff I need to teach you will be in Aphrodite's Book of Secrets. But for right now, um, if you have advanced tarot secrets, um, read up on tarot manifestation right now. Even if you just, like, ah, I don't have time for that. Read up on it right now because the next class, this free lesson, is going to be on how to fine-tune your manifestations, how to know which card to use, and what, why using the chariot is different from the Six of Swords, and, and what each implies as it pertains to your uh, particular manifestation. How to pick cards, how to stack cards, how to surround cards, as much as we can cram in. Thank you for being here, Ish. Well, thanks for uh, staying up late and doing this. Um, talk to you guys soon.